Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Pastor Dewey Maudi from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Thank you for joining me today, Dewey. Well, hello from New Mexico to Maine. Well, it's always a pleasure to have you on the air, Pastor Dewey, and you're doing a great work in Albuquerque. We wanted to talk today about being a servant. Talk to me and the listeners today about that. Well, I think I'm really talking to one of the most awesome servants I've ever met, and that's Angel Merchantson. Oh, thank you, Dewey. And, you know, Angel, one of my favorite verses in the Word of God is Mark 10:45. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. And when I look what you do, every day at For God's Glory Loan Ministries, F-G-G-A-M, you know, you write every day, you, you lead us in prayer every day, and I see what you're doing there in Maine. You are quite the servant of God. You know, Matthew 10:42 teaches us that if you give even a cup of cold water to one of the least of my followers, you will surely be rewarded. And so, you know, serving God in all the ways that you do and others do, it, it's just a beautiful thing because that's how we uh, serve our Lord and serve his people. And we need more servants uh, at this time in this world. And, you know, Angel, last weekend in uh, Reserve, New Mexico, I preached on how real servants act. And uh, it, it just uh, got me on fire to be even a better servant. Because, you know, when we're a real servant of God, we make ourselves available to serve. And we pay attention to needs. And we do our best with what we have. And we may not have all fancy-dancy stuff or everything we think we need, but God always gives us what we need to serve others. And we do our very best with what we have to serve others. And then we do every task with equal dedication. I remember, Angel, when I was, what, about 12 years old and had a Sunday morning paper route, the Minneapolis Sunday paper in my hometown of Wyndham, Minnesota. And back in the 60s, they were big, thick papers, you know, before the Internet and everything else, those big, thick Sunday papers. You remember those? I do. I do. Yeah, even though you're about 30 years old and I'm an old guy at 62. But anyhow, on Sunday mornings, I had about 100 paper customers. And uh, one winter morning, the weather was bad, so my daddy took me in the car. And I can remember the house, a greenhouse, owned by Steve Higley. His dad ran the Ford dealership back home across from Winfair School where I went to school. And I walked up uh, to Steve's door. I opened that door and I threw that paper up in the air and it landed and it kind of flew all over. And I got back in the car and my daddy told me, do the job right the first time. And that has stuck with me all my life. And, and even delivering a newspaper or whatever we're doing, uh, do it with equal dedication. And servants have got to be faithful to the task that we've been given by our Lord. And so those are really important uh, points to talk about how real servants of God act. And real servants.
departments. We do, we know, we try to do our best with what we have. We don't make excuses. We don't procrastinate or wait for better circumstances. You know how that is, Angel. You know, let's start this uh, new Sunday school uh, program or this new uh, worship program. Well, we don't have it quite right, or we got to wait for this or whatever. But, you know, we don't wait for better circumstances. We do it. They, we do what needs to be done. And you know what, Angel? God expects you and I to serve him with whatever we have, wherever we are right now. And real servants do every task with equal dedication, as we said. And we follow the instructions found in Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not for men. And man, that fires me up so much that verse, and the older I get, the more I just try to walk in this light of Jesus Christ. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for men. Isn't that awesome? That's awesome. Amen. And that's a good, that is a good word. Um, You know, Dewey, I was reading on revival, and I had, I had got this little picture of uh, a servant washing the feet. And this is what it said. It said, The people stood in the church and prayed, Lord, send us revival. Then a rushing mighty wind blew through the sanctuary, and the people raised their hands and clapped and sang. But the revival was not in the wind. Then the people sat and prayed again, Lord, send us revival. And suddenly the church began to shake. The walls vibrated. The stained glass windows rattled. And the church was shaken to its very foundation until the people trembled but the revival was not in the shaking so the people got down on their knees and they cried to the lord please send us revival and they confessed their sins upon the altars of their hearts they wept with broken contrite spirits and they interceded for the brethren then a fire swept through the church they raced up and down the pews igniting every heart And in the flame, the still small voice was heard saying, Go, my people, go. Then the people stood and left the building with their hands that their hands had made. They looked out upon the ruin before them, and they obeyed. They went to heal the broken hearts and set the captives free. They visited the sick, and they made homes for the homeless. They fed the hungry. They comforted the lonely and preached the gospel to the poor. Then there was revival. Isn't that awesome, Dewey? Praise God. Praise God. And that's what you're doing. Um, You know, that's what, from Maine to New Mexico, all across this globe, for God's Glory Alone Ministries, going across the world, um, igniting fires, feeding the hungry, um, praying, and declaring God's Word, and being true servants. That's what you're talking about, isn't it, Dewey? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, uh, angel Jesus, you know, he, he specialized in the small tasks that everyone else tried to avoid, and nothing was beneath Jesus because he came to serve, as we just read in Mark ten forty five. It wasn't in spite of his greatness that he did these things, but because of it, because of it, and he expects us to follow his example. Mm. Tell me, Dewey, what does that look like? 
in everyday lives of people. You're a pastor, but tell me how you serve people. Well, some call it getting your hands dirty, you know, digging in with people, uh, Angel. And, you know, so many people, it just seems like, you know, we read about this in the news with the increased anxiety and stress in our society, and people are crying out for help, and some can't find help, or they go from one church to the, you know, to another church, or from one counselor to a next, but so many people are hurting. And I guess the way I see that is taking time for everyone. Every person counts. Jesus cares about every person. And so a servant to me take, takes time for everyone and listens to the people and prays with them and doesn't do what I call a drive-by prayer where, oh, I'm praying for you, I'm going to pray for you. Well, we will stop and we will pray over this person and take time for them and hear their story. And I know that takes time, but that's who Jesus is. He wants us to take time for each other and care for each other. Amen. You know, people really want to know today that we care. You know, we can have all the knowledge in the world but if we don't take the time, like you said, to listen and to show that we care, we really, we don't have much, do we, do we? No, you know, uh, Philippians 2.5 says your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. And to be a servant, we must think like a servant. And you know, Angel and, and your lovely listeners, God is always more interested in why we do something more than in what we do. Real servants, I love this, Angel, real servants are self-forgetful. They focus on others, not themselves. This is what it means to lose your life. Lose your life, forgetting yourself in service to others. And Jesus emptied himself by taking on the form of a servant. Philippians 2, 7. You can't be a servant if you're full of yourself. It's only when we forget ourselves that we do the things that deserve to be remembered. Hmm. You know, yet- That's who you are. You know, you're an excellent testimony for me, Angel. Um, I've got people that I watch uh, on Facebook or with your radio program that I listen to every week or to your writings that you do every day. I watch you, you know, and I, and, and that's who you are. You've emptied yourself, and it's not about you. It's about you have that about serving the Lord's people. And so it, for me, it's an encouragement to be around people like you. Well, Dewey, thank you. I appreciate your your um, compliments, and to God be the glory. Amen. Well, you know what, Angel? The great thing is we get to tell the truth. And we just say it the way it is. And one thing that I really believe that we need to do more, Angel, is affirm each other during these times. We really need to love and affirm, encourage, love each other more than ever, Angel. Amen. You know, Dewey, I've been, I've been really 
focusing on the love of Christ. Because you know, when I was away from God, when I walked away, He loved me enough to draw me back. And you know, there's not anyone that is beyond God's reach. He loves people. And you know, for so long, I think um, we focused on on a lot of things other than love. Um, I do believe that, you know, sin is costly and we should um, obey God and, and, and walk in holiness. But I want to tell you that His love, when, when you get revelation of His love, it changes your life. And you want everyone to experience that love that you that you feel. And you know, Dewey, I pray that for my um, listeners, and I pray that for as I write for God's Glory Alone um, Ministries, that the love of God would just be um, so manifested in every life, because it's life-changing. Amen, sister. It sure is. It sure is. Yesterday, uh, being Valentine's Day, I had an opportunity to um, be part of an outreach at the church that I'm a member of. And um, the Lord spoke to one of the ladies about taking a rose um, to widows, um, unwed moms, single women that would be alone and... We, they had a ribbon on them that said John 3.16 for God so loved the world and um, it, they were just were beautifully wrapped and I, you know I was able to go to homes and uh, different apartments and, and be part of this outreach and what a blessing Dewey just to tell people you're the apple of his eye he loves you so much um, they would say who is this from well it's actually from um, God himself but he's used the church to, to send it to you today but he just wants you to know that you're the apple of his eye he loves you he loves you with an everlasting love and those scriptures when they come alive to your spirit and to uh, each of us it changes us and so it's just it's just burning so deep within me do we I want the whole world to experience it yeah, we sure do. That's a beautiful thing, to share the love of Jesus with all angels and all the people who are, were alone for Valentine's Day and are alone most days. And to share it with people like that, that's a beautiful thing. It was wonderful. And you know, we get to pray with people. Um, everyone that... Um, I met, you know, some some shared their struggles and others just said thank you. But the ones that shared their struggles and we had the opportunity to, to pray with them, you know, what a privilege it is, Dewey, to pray for people and, and to be that servant. You know, God, um, he's looking for more labors, isn't he, Dewey? Amen, and I, I love what you're saying there. First Peter 5, 5, put on the apron of humility to serve one another. And real servants don't serve for the approval or applause of others, Angel. They live for an audience of one. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, do we, we just want to hear him say, well done, like good and faithful servant. And I always say, Lord, and if I've made an error, I've messed up, I thank you that tomorrow is another new beginning. And... um 
He said, man makes your plans, but God orders our footsteps. Dewey, tell me some of the footsteps that you've been taking lately with these revival services. Oh, oh my angel. I I uh, was very thankful for your call here tonight, and and uh, I, I was asking you to call early because I was kidding. I, I've been on the road for the last five weeks, not all revival services, as you know. Uh, I serve as a circuit preacher here in New Mexico. Uh, but the revival we did in Minnesota in November in my hometown, uh, the second year in a row, and we're praying about a third one, is um, after the first year, people wanted us to come back. There was a thirst for this revival to continue. And I got, I got a letter uh, from a 90-year-old lady in Wyndham, her name's Clara Nelson. She was with the Low Lundstrom Revival in southwestern Minnesota in 1972, saying, come again. The revival needs to continue. And so, you know, you just go where God has you, and and uh, it, was it was such a blessing to be there and see what God did. And then, Angel, for God then, on that Sunday to have me preach at the church I grew up in in Wyndham, the American Lutheran Church, you know, back in the in the 60s, where I was baptized and confirmed and, you know, went to Sunday school, and my mom and dad's funerals were there, and it's the church we grew up in. And, and the roots that, uh, that developed in my life, in my Christian walk, were started there at that American Lutheran Church. My Christian foundation was built there. So at 62, I'm up there preaching the word on Sunday morning. How about that? Wow. Amen. I mean, that's all God. You know, I, I couldn't have planned that. He certainly did. Hmm. He said that he knows the way we should take, right, Dewey? Amen. And then um, uh, it was just... Uh, it was just quite a, I don't know, Angel, I don't always have the words for all these things that go on, but when I'm looking out into that congregation, I'm seeing uh, uh, former school teachers of mine, uh, former bosses of mine at the school where I worked uh, during school and after school before I went to radio and TV school, but uh, former neighbors, former uh, people that were leaders in the town that are now retired, but I got to thank them all, that whole town and that church, for the upbringing that they gave me. And then when I was four years old, I came down with a rare hip disease, and the doctor told my mom and dad that I probably would not walk or run like the rest of the kids. And that church and community prayed over me, and here I am at 62, still playing softball. God healed me of that, and I reminded them of that of them praying, this church prayed for me and, and prayed over me and my mom and dad and uh, just a, a miracle what God has done in my life. Well, amen. You know, I love to pray scripture, Dewey, and, and um, I, loved, I love God's healing scriptures. His word says that it does not return void and he, he's watching over his word to perform it and those are our promises 
and I there's many in there on healing and so I always like to to pray Psalm 107 20 Lord you said you sent your word and you healed me and so for listeners today that need healing do we you know Christ the healer oh amen and not only that God allowed me to go back in there and go to that church and preach thankfulness for the body of Christ and how important the body of Christ is how important it is to pray each other and how important it is to pray for over the sick and that God still does miracles to this day. And let's not forget that God still does miracles this day. And that's why I love reading a lot of what you write, Angel, because you believe in miracles, you've seen miracles, and we need to remind the body of Christ that God still does miracles this day. And and the body of Christ is so important in all this because of the prayers that we can lift up. Hmm. Amen. You know, the Bible says one can put a thousand to flight, but two can put 10,000. So as we come together and pray, and I believe even what we're doing for God's glory alone ministries, um, you know, asking people to join their faith as they read these prayers and they join our, their faith with ours. We are seeing the miraculous. We are experiencing the supernatural. You know, uh, I would invite your listeners to read your prayers every morning. Angel, and if I may give that web address, it's fggam.org, fggam.org. And, you know, we can track our readers, and I already know, Angel, from the stats, we've got plenty of readers from Maine, and most of that goes to your contribution. Hmm. Well, praise God. Well, Dewey, I love my listeners, and I love... (laughs) all the uh, readers that we have for God's Glory Alone Ministries, and the greatest gift that I feel that we can do for them is to pray for them. So I'd like to ask you if you would take a few minutes and pray for the listeners and our readers today. Well, Lord, today we make ourselves available to be used by you to serve others in your name. And Lord, I pray that all of us will spend our lives in serving you and your people. And Lord, that we will be stronger servants for you during these days and these times. And Lord, that we will put on the apron of humility to serve one another. And that our attitude will be the same as yours in serving others. And, Lord, that we will love more. Lord, I believe this is the time for God's people to love more, to pray more, and to pray for people and pray for miracles. And, Lord, I pray for an awakening that we all realize that you still do miracles. And, Lord, I thank you for the body of Christ. And, Lord, I thank you for the means to communicate and show your ways to the world through everything that Angel's doing through radio, Internet, websites, one-on-one ministry, in church, and on the road. Lord, you've got it all laid out for us. We just need to serve humbly. Humbly. Lord, I thank you for my dear, dear friend Angel here. Sharon and I love her so much. She is a gift to us and to so many. Her encouragement keeps us going. 
thank you for the life of Angel Merchantson. Bless her radio program, her ministry, and we just thank you, Lord, for her. And we thank you for the listeners of this radio program and that they will feel the calling to be true servants of yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you, Dewey. And thank you, listeners, for joining me today. Tune in again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.